1: Freedom Friday, Freedom Friday Hour on the Kapow Radio Show.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And today is December 15th, 2017.
1: And what a crazy set of topics we have. It's all about technology, mm-hmm. robots, artificial intelligence, the whole bit. You know what? This this agenda is just being pushed so hard, Miss Kapow. It certainly is. Every day I read something some article, some headline about artificial intelligence. Yep. <clears throat> or robots. Oh yeah. You know, replacing humans and doing this and doing that. Every day it's a it's a real big push. You know, before it was just kind of like, yeah, the tech guys are out there making this stuff, thinking about it. Now it's really being implemented. You can imagine if we go that far, if we last this long on this planet, What it's going to look like.
0: Oh, I shudder.
1: Yeah, we're just (laughs) totally a different species with this technology. Totally different. It's uh, quite amazing, actually, uh, because I do trace it back to the garden. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, I do trace it to that. And I know you have uh, scripture, but I just want to say that what we're about to talk about, it it could, keep this in mind, it could be traced back to Genesis 3. It does. Yeah. And, you know, the serpent, (laughs) he's in the garden. He's smarter than than humans. He's smarter than any other beast in the field, you know. And he goes up to the woman and he says, um, hey, you know, did God say, did God, Yahweh, the creator God, you know, Elohim. Mm -hmm. Did he really say you should not eat of every tree in the garden? She said, well, you know, yeah, not, you know, all the trees except this one. And uh, because he said, if we eat of it or touch it, we're going to die. And so in verse four, the serpent, who's bright, really brilliant guy, creature, says, um, ah, (laughs) "Nah, you're you're not going to die. What the heck? For Elohim, the creator Elohim, the creator God, he knows. You see, he knows that the day that you take of it, you partake of it, then your eyes are going to be open, which is cool, man. And then you're gonna be as us as gods, mm-hmm. as as angels, as serpentine. You're yeah. gonna be you're gonna be as us, as seraphim, and you're gonna know good and evil. Wouldn't you don't you wanna know that? Don't you wanna know stuff, the difference between you know what's going on in life? Don't mm-hmm. you wanna know that? Mm-hmm. You know, and God knows that. So that's why he said for you not to eat it and that you would die. You know, he gave you this kind of a weird punishment thing. That you don't even know what it is, <laughs> you know, to scare you, because he doesn't want you to do it. And so then the the woman, you know, she goes, well, you know, the tree does look good for food. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty good, and you know what? It's really, really pleasant to look at. It's really nice. And um, guess what? The third thing is, it's to be desired. Don't we want to like, you know, live forever and be like gods and ah uh, and be wise. Mm-hmm. You know, so then she took of it, and uh, here we are.
2: Yeah.
1: And the eyes of uh, both the man and the woman were opened, and they knew that they were naked because right. they knew the difference between good and evil. Because so,
0: she gave him the fruit, and he did evil.
1: Yeah. So that's where we're all today. We are mm-hmm. as gods. We already are as little G gods. We already are as the serpents. We do know good and evil. Yep. And, yeah. And uh, here it is. So that's what we're going to talk about. And that's, it really all stems from that and uh, here we are today and it's um it's a big consummation of it it's like the days of noah you know with the nephilim and the, the mixture of human and angelic dna and stuff it's uh, all this technology is is uh, producing more and more of that as we yeah. get to the close of this
0: and once phase. again it's about deception mm-hmm. the scriptures i have um I'm going to start off with Zechariah eight sixteen, where it says, These are the things that ye shall do. Speak ye every man the truth to his neighbor, and execute the judgment of truth and peace in your gates. And let none of you imagine evil in your hearts against his neighbor, and love no false oath for all these things that I hate, saith the Lord. Psalms 52. Thy tongue devises mischiefs like a sharp razor working deceitfully. Proverbs 10. He that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. Proverbs 11. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. Proverbs 12. Lying lips are an abomination unto the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. And then Mark 7.20 says that um, that which cometh out of the man shall defile the man. And then in Romans it's at 12, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but ye be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Galatians 5. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 6. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And Colossians three nine. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, in James 1.22, but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves.
1: Wow. That's the word of God there. Mm-hmm. It lays down the foundation of everything else, and that's why we have this alternative perspective on current events, politics, news.
0: Because the devil would want us deceived. hmm our flesh would want us deceived. The world wants to deceive us. And the only way to not be deceived, which Christ even told us to be aware of, is this deception. And the only way to do that is to be um, in Christ Jesus and to walk in the Spirit and not in the flesh and to be doers of the Word.
1: Yeah. Or else you partake of the deception Mm -hmm. and um, then you give in to your... Uh, Fleshly nature and become little g god reptilians Mm -hmm. running around. And you know, the thing is, it does lead to death, it leads to physical death and eternal death. They can't deny, (laughs) take you humans can argue and debate all they want about eternal death or eternal life, okay? But they can't argue about physical death, Mm -mm. it's been going on for millennial, millenniums, you know, it just, uh it's, it's just going to happen. Yeah. So uh whether you upload your brain in a robot or a chip or whatever, you know, that's, that's the big lie that uh really the Gnostics and the poor serpents, uh, they hate that, mm-hmm. you know, because Well, they're still
0: trying to build the Tower of Babel.
1: Yeah, they are. They want to get to heaven and, and, and sit on that, the sides of the north and be worshiped. Yeah, when you understand that, you can you can understand today's headlines a little better. Even though it's irritating, you can go. Mm, this is this is this is why that agenda is there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and this is why you know, you can't ignore it. It's there. You need to be aware of it, um, but you don't have to be part of it. Right. Right. Paying.
0: Let's do the first article.
1: Okay. Well, I want to start off with you know homeless people. If if you are from. Um, California, any major city in California, you know, you know, there's there's homeless everywhere, Mm -hmm. and probably other parts of the country too, major cities and things like that, and even in our little small town, you see a few of them, uh, but nowhere near like where we came from. It was just something, you know, you kind of, uh, uh, I want to say like grew up with. I mean, there was people all the time, and then as as a police officer, you know, Long Beach, and then also in Riverside, you know, uh, the homeless population was was always there. And, uh, for, you know, for law enforcement, the thing is it's, it's not a crime to be mentally ill. So a lot of these people were mentally ill and, um, some of them were homeless because they were really down and out, but some of them were homeless because they wanted to be, believe it or not, they chose to drop out of society and live that way. And not all of them, but some of them did. And at least at Riverside, they had a big homeless encampment, um, in the riverbed and they they would all go there, and about every you know year or so, you know somebody would get the great idea of hey let's go clean out the riverbed because there was some crime that happened or a fire or something. There was a bunch of overgrown bamboo down there, so uh, the police would go down there and they'd go with probation officers and everything, and they'd arrest all these people on warrants and they'd clean it all up right. And then you would find that all these homeless people would then come into the city. <laughs> and started camping in front of businesses and and even private property and stuff. And so what you found out it was like squeezing a water balloon. You could squeeze one in, but they gotta go somewhere. You know, you are not gonna get rid of them permanently. So it was better just to leave them, you know, leave them be in their homeless camps mm-hmm. in the riverbed than to, to mess with them. Um uh, that that's like my personal experience. So I I preface that with this next story. San Francisco, which is you know it's the seat of liberalism nancy pelosi and you know social d- democrat kind of thinking right san francisco uh, california generals very you know light on crime and things like that and they they they're a sanctuary city and they want to love everybody so san francisco has a big homeless problem right yep. there's homeless people everywhere and they you know homeless people if you're not used to this if you're not used to coming from a larger city you know they they will encamp in doorways and businesses. Uh, they um, some of them you know they'll urinate there. It'll smell like um, you know urine. Uh, they'll defecate there. They do a lot of things there. Oh yeah, and Definitely. a lot of times by the morning they're gone. But as you you go into the building, you can smell it and see the results. And they'll come back at night and. um they you use know, the
0: public restrooms. To clean yeah, up. Oh.
1: It, it's it's common. Okay, it's common. And uh, if you come from a smaller town, you may not be used to that. But it is a real common thing. It's a real. It is a real issue, and uh, not a, not a whole lot anybody can really do about it. So here in San Francisco, they have that issue, and the uh, homeless people were encamping in, in the doorways of. Check this out, and I think this is so ironic. The Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the whole organization, the SPCA, exists to prevent cruelty to animals, right? right? Right, right. But now they have this human animal (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. encamping in their doorways and, um, you know, setting up tents and they got bikes and they, you know, they, well, that's their home. They set it up right in front of the business on the sidewalks. So when the employees were coming into work in the morning and things like that, uh, they had to go through uh, all these uh, hobos,
2: mm.
1: right? Mm-hmm. That's a politically correct term to call them hobos. And um, so anyway, so the SPCA, the cruelty Animals, said, you know, we have an idea. We have a brilliant idea. Let's get a robot. To patrol the streets in front of our building. Yeah. That's what what they did. So they got this security robot and this security robot apparently has several cameras on it. (laughs) And what it does is it films and records um, everything around it. And so they thought this would be a deterrent for the homeless people hanging out in front of their building. Right? Yeah. So here's what's happening. This robot was patrolling the streets there in San Francisco, and its purpose was to ward off the homeless. And um, But the locals, whoever the locals are, I don't know if they were the homeless people or just other local people. It doesn't say. But what they did is, well, they knocked over the security robot. They knocked it over. They brutalized it. <laughs> they bullied it. They assaulted it. And they smeared feces on it mm, so i don't know yeah I, I don't i don't have much sympathy sympathy for <laughs> people who want to smear their poop on things yeah nasty yeah nasty Fitchy. so this this little uh, robot was a night scope k5 security robot and um it, it weighed 400 pounds and it was operating in the public realm on the sidewalk without a permit and so it it uh, the company spca was now threatened with a thousand dollar a day fine if they mm-hmm. kept it and the presence also angered the local community who took the social media to complain now if you're homeless and you're sleeping in a in a doorway of a business and urinating and using that as a bathroom i don't know how you have access to local media or social media but Apparently some do, you know, they they still have their Obama phone or whatever. I don't know. So, uh, anyway, they, uh, they attacked the thing. They doused it, the sensors with barbecue sauce. They knocked it over. They threw a tarp over it. They saw feces smeared all over it. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, the whole bit. So that's, that was the reaction. So the, uh, the SBCA, the SBCA, you know, said, look it, you know, we, we're having a hard time. You know, the you know the police can't, the police are, hands are tied. You know, we can't, we, we can't even get to work anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's why we had this little robot. But uh, people, people said it was extremely insensitive and uh, horrible to treat the homeless this way and have this thing. So they attacked it and they, um, you know, abused it. <laughs> And uh, th- there you have it, there's, there's that's San gross. Francisco for you, right? Huh. There's San Francisco for you. Now, I, I bring this up, it's kind of it's kind of humorous, really, but I bring this up because I do believe you're, you're going to get to the point where these robots or security robots are going to be able to defend themselves.
0: Oh, yeah. They're working on that.
1: Yeah. Now, this this one didn't work because it was on the public sidewalk and you're in an area like San Francisco that's very liberal And um, they'd rather see the SBCA, you know, close down and quit helping animals than, uh, you know, spend those tax money to do something with the homeless. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, Nancy Pelosi's probably not sheltering any homeless people in her, you know, mansion. Uh, Wasn't Cher, Cher Bono supposed to do that? I think so. Didn't Cher say she she would house illegal immigrants? Yes, she did. Yeah, yes, she I never did. heard any follow-up on no, that. No. So anyway, it's just, you're going to get to the point, and I really believe this, that these things will be able to uh, be armed and fight back.
0: Because they'll be able to think and reason.
1: Yeah, and if they're threatened, then they can either tase or pepper spray or shoot. Well, I think know, shoot.
0: Sonia even said that. Yeah, she did. Basically. Uh, Sophia. Sophia, I mean. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well,
1: Sonia is the Mexican version <laughs> of artificial intelligence, and <laughs> Sophia is the uh, Greek version. So I like Sonia because that robot can aux- actually make tortillas. <laughs> Whereas the Greek one is what? Here's, some, here's some yogurt. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, how about this guy? Um, this guy named Brian Johnson.
0: Oh, this one's an interesting.
1: Yeah, one. it's humans 2.0. Now Brian Johnson is a an entrepreneur, and he wants to put a chip in your brain, folks. Chip.
0: The only chip I like is chip and salsa. Yeah, now a chocolate chip ain't bad. Oh, there you have it. That yeah. goes beyond. That goes above the chocolate yeah. chip I mean the chip yeah. and salsa.
1: Now, yeah, you put it in the mouth orifice, and it's close enough to the brain for the brain to sense the delicious. It's a good thing. Buttery <laughs> flavor. But this is not what we're talking about, Miss Pound. No. This ain't the kind this ain't that kind of chip. No. So don't get excited. Mm. I see you there. Your eyes are your pupils are dilated. <laughs> your hair's all it's it's getting crazy. <laughs> Brian Johnson is an ex Mormon. Did you know he's an ex Mormon? He left the faith.
0: Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: Yes, but he was a Mormon and he did missionary work in, I don't know, somewhere. Venezuela or Guadalajara or I don't know, somewhere there. And he saw people in need. He saw need. And he realized that his vision of heaven wasn't going to happen. He left the faith after a while. I don't know what happened. And so he realized that the closest he was going to get to heaven was right here on earth. Hmm. Okay? Wow. What does that sound like? Uh, Genesis 3.50. Your eyes will be open. Don't worry about it. (laughs) So, Brian Johnson, and I hate to offend anybody here, he was an ex-Mormon, so he was already deceived once. He was deceived once, because that's a false religion. Oh, my God, they Mm. believe some weird stuff. Mm. Holy cow. (laughs) Mm. It's really cool for men, though. It's a cool religion for men, if you don't mind paying, you know, a lot of money to your church. But like you get to call your wife up to heaven and then you get to uh have celestial sex for forever and repopulate planets and, and it's, re- it's really spiritual babies. <laughs> yeah, you get spiritual babies. It's not a really good religion for women. No. Just a little hint out there. Yeah.
0: You gotta wait for him to call you up.
1: <laughs> oh right? yeah. So don't they'll be make they'll be making the old man mad. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so anyway. Uh Brian Johnson uh left the, left the Mormon thing, but he, he's not short of ambition, Ms. Capel. No. He is the founder and CEO of neuroscience company called Kernel. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Kernel. Yeah. Kernel because, seed. Yes. Yes. Serpent seed. Ooh. He wants to expound the bounds of human intelligence. Well, wow. mm. And he's planning to do this with a thing called neuroprosthetics. Yep. It's a brain augmentation that can improve mental uh function and treat disorders simply put colonel hopes to place a chip in your brain Mm -hmm. it's not clear exactly how he's going to do it but his hope is that within 15 years he can build uh, some powerful tools that can interface with the brain and he says um can i increase my rate of learning my scope of imagination and ability to love? Wow. Oh, gag me with a spoon. Mm-hmm. A chip is going to increase a person's ability to love. Yep. And maybe maybe the uh, SBCA could use some chips to increase their, their ability to love the homeless people that are defecating in their uh, building.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And maybe the homeless people can use this chip, so they quit uh, abusing the robots.
0: Exactly. And this chip, hopefully, um, can help us understand what it's like to live in a 10-dimensional reality. What
1: What does that mean? I don't know. What does he know that you and I don't know? I don't know. I mean, to, to actually use that term, 10-dimensional reality. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to Google that and research that later on. Because that's interesting, because like... I don't think he just said that. there's something he knows. So those are the questions he asked and of course along with that can we you know cure neurological disease and dysfunction? It's sure. always good it's always you. that yeah it's always good for you. and he uses the term brain chip and he's company is developing this he's he's trying to figure this out. but check who this guy is this this is who he is. When he was 30 years old, when he first of all, when he was at university, he's from Utah. I'm not sure where he went to school, but he's from Utah. When he was a student, he made a bunch of money selling mobile phones to other students. So he's, he's pretty good with business. And by age 30, he had founded an online payment company named Braintree. He, he's really into the brain, isn't he? Isn't that interesting mm-hmm. how he was selected? Yeah. He was selected. He finds he founds a company called Braintree. Six years later, remember, he's 30 years old. So now he's 36 years old. He sells it to PayPal for $800 million. That's a good little paycheck right there. Yes. <laughs> That's who this guy is. So you cannot tell me they're not taken care of, that they're not set up. They're not groomed to be the reptilian agenda. Mm-hmm. 800 million. So he takes a measly 100 million of that and he creates this company in 2016 called Colonel and he employs 30 people. What a great guy. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's mega rich, folks. And he's going to put a chip in your brain and in your, in your kid's brain, too. And he, like I said, I mentioned the whole Mormon connection before. And uh, he had left the faith and he says he wants to build heaven on earth while he's alive. And he, he, when he looked, when he was a Mormon missionary, he looked at the landscape of human history and he saw how we treated each other hmm. and our shared home, earth. Mm-hmm. And he says, we have to do better. We have to do better. And it's also a deeply personal form because he has suffered. Now, this guy who's, who's multi-rich and very uh, clever... Suffered from depression from age 24 to 34. And his father had health issues and addictions and all this stuff. So now he he thinks he's going to, you know, help people and and change all this. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to be successful? Probably. It's probably. Probably is. And, you know, he says Colonel is a for-profit company. So he wants to create a usable product that would be inexpensive and that everybody can take, not just rich people. Everybody can have this implanted, and then it it would create an equal playing field, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where we're going with that.
0: You know, I typed in um, that... uh 10-dimensional reality, Uh and there was something interesting. I mean, we would have to do some research on it. But it says here that um, over 2,000 years ago, the Zohar was well aware of the 10 dimensions that make up the universe, as we can clearly see. Um, As science has caught up, a concept that at one time would have boggled people's minds has become the prevalent explanation of how the universe works, Mm. you know, that's all Then I went to another um, website where it says the 10-dimensional universe is understanding how it's all connected via geometrically ordered divinity. And if you take that,
1: it spells God, G-O-D. Oh. In the
0: fractal geometricized universe.
1: You know, that term too, geometric, was used by Sophia. Uh, And I forgot what the sentence she said, but she said... um, Basically, artificial intelligence would geometrically increase or something like that. It, that's interesting that the, the language is the same. Maybe this guy's a synth. Maybe he's a robot himself mm-hmm. or a synthetic. Could be.
0: And they have this quote by this some guy named Buck Minister Fuller. I love and that name. And he says, Buck! You never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Hmm. Well, that'll wow. be good, the uh, little um, research project.
1: Well, it, so the 10-dimensional theory concept comes from Zohar. Uh-huh. Wow. Now, yeah. somehow that's connected to, you know, I'm just spitballing off the top of my head here because I can't remember all this stuff. Uh, Kabbalistic Judaism. Yes. You uh, see where I'm going with that? Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's all a cult. It's all occult, yeah. It's all Satanism. It's all fallen angel technology. It, it's interesting when you catch these little buzzwords huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because they're trying to be slick and they just, but they say something like that and it's easy to read over it. Yeah. But it's like, why would you say 10 dimensional, well, t- 10 dimensions? Mm-hmm. But wow. see, it all
0: has to do with CERN and the creating of the AI, which creates little robot gods and it, it's all... It's related. the it's
1: it's the transhumanism basically. Yep. It's it's this this guy's doing Mormon transhumanism, Definitely but it's all transhumanism. Unfolding. Yeah, it's like the days of Noah. The sons of God saw that the daughters of men were fair, and they came in unto them and, and created this uh, race of nephilim. They were giants in the land, and they consumed regular humans, mm-hmm. cannibalized everything, and they sinned against um, beasts, also birds, fish, reptiles. That's an Enoch. Uh and you kind of see that here.
0: Yeah, but see, now this stuff is coming out in the open. Yes. But they've been working on it for a long oh, time. Oh, God, yes,
1: yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now, I think that's why you see this agenda every day in the news, mm-hmm. and because it's desensitized. It's yes, desensitized. The,
0: un- the unveiling.
1: Yes, yeah. And so you're going, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going with that, we're going with that. And like this guy says, you know, uh, Brian says, the brain is everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's everything we are, everything we do, everything we aspire to be. And to him it was obvious that the brain is the most consequential variable in the world and also the biggest blind spot as a species mm-hmm. see so well, yeah and
0: remember obama um and the and his brain um what is it project or whatever
1: mm-hmm. he's,
0: that he spent a lot of money on
1: yeah to uh, study the brain the, yeah the science and everything mm-hmm. well I, and i think that's it and you just read something there about the 10 dimensions and about how um the quote is to change, mm-hmm. right? To change to change the thinking. Well he's this Brian guy says the same thing. He said he decided that if the root problems of humanity begin in the human mind, let's change our minds.
0: Right. But and that's, that's what's in so it. interesting about Romans twelve, about the conforming conforming and renewing your mind through the word Ooh, of God.
1: Yeah, doesn't that I mean it takes on new life. Doesn't it? When you look at it in today's headlines, doesn't that's it? That's how
0: it prevents us from being Deceived.
1: Yeah, brain chipped. By this AI. (laughs) Wow. Crapola. Crapola! Fuchi Fuchi. Fuchi. Let's take a Fuchi commercial and then we'll be right back.
0: All right. I don't know what all this fuss is about, but these pestilence. I think the scientists are doing a great job.
1: Clueless, in the dark. I think the government's doing a good job. Have no idea what is really going on? I have an app for that. Kapow Radio Show app for iPhone and iPad. Kapow Radio Show app for Android. Get the app. Get a clue. Hey,
0: Vinny. I love politicians. I think they've got my best interest in mind.
1: Get the app. Get a clue. FifthHookMedia.com Okay, we're back. That was a short commercial, Ms. Powell. Yeah, it was. Let's continue with artificial intelligence. Now, this is scary because this actually, this isn't in the future or somebody thinking about it or a startup company. This actually happened. And it didn't happen by a big company or a big multi-million dollar entrepreneur. It happened and was created by a guy who was a Reddit user. And um, I forget what his screen name is, but it has something to do with fake. <laughs> and it deep fakes is his name. Deep fakes, a Reddit user. Wow! But here is what he did: he used artificial intelligence and he created fake porn. And why this is important is because he used an algorithm that put that actress Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. She played Wonder Woman, apparently. Oh yeah this this algorithm from this computer put her face onto the body of another adult movie star a porn movie star and created a small porn clip that looked like her Uh, and why that's important is you know earlier Ms. Capal read those scriptures about deception
2: Mm
1: -hmm. oh this is this is amazing and here's how he did it he he used artificial intelligence on a computer and he trained it to watch all these different porn videos. And then he, he also used it and he trained it to uh, concentrate on images of her. And he got images of her that were available from the internet, Google, YouTube, you know, all that stuff. So he didn't have anything special. Mm -hmm. And then he used that to recreate her face on the body of the stuff it had learned from the porn things,
0: well, see how much that is about that's manipulation. It's witchcraft,
1: yeah, it absolutely is, you know what
0: I mean, and they and they can fabricate anything they want
1: now, and that's what's so frightening because you're watching something, and you always have to question, is this even real mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, is this even real what I'm seeing I mean, some of it's really obvious that it's not. But other things are not, you know. Um, so when the real thing does come along, I, I, you really don't know. You know, it, what's troubling about this is that I guess this was pretty easy for him to do. Uh, this, like I said, this isn't some big company. So anyway, the the story says it's a troubling video that appears uh, that it shows Gel Gudo performing a short adult film and it's shed startling light on what could happen when machine learning falls into the wrong hands. No, <laughs> that can never happen. <laughs> so this Reddit user named Deep Flakes, <laughs> Deep Fakes, I'm sorry, Deep Fakes, it features a woman who takes on the rough likeness of Godot with the actor's face overlaid on another person's head. But I guess it's done so well, you can't tell. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was made by the machine learning algorithms on stock photos like i said from google searches youtube things like that yeah. and the technique is apparently no longer rocket science i mean a, a regular person could do this now i've seen a little bit of the clip on my computer just a little bit of it and uh i i can't tell that that's not that person's face
2: mm.
1: you know no yeah no, i can't tell that that's not that person's face Mm-mm. it looks it looks like Uh, person very well done yeah so the video was spotted by motherboard um and it might not fool anyone but it's a stark reminder of the growing concerns over the ease with which machine learning could be used to create fake porn starring a particular person without their consent along with other malicious intent and it's not the first deep fakes has made similar videos of other stars also including taylor swift um some other other actresses, and these other people have notified the companies and blah 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 and he he relied on open source machine learning tools to create the fake board videos, and like I said, it was trained on real videos and then images of gal Godot, allowing it to create an approximate approximation of the actor's face that can be applied to the moving uh figure in the video mm. and he did that all on his uh, His own, sitting in the basement of his uh, mother's house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amazing. So you can see what the concern is. I mean, you can blackmail people. You could put, uh, you know, (laughs) people's faces. It's actually
0: very scary.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Yeah, especially when you start later on. You know, we're going to talk about some other minority report AI stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. And so, hey, you committed this crime. Well, no, I didn't. Well, we got proof you did. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Is this you? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, my face, but I'm not the one robbing that bank. Well, you know, our video says different.
0: Yeah. Try to fight that.
1: Yeah. So you know, and here's a, here's this one person, a single programmer who did this. That's not something in the future or something we're working on. So our our technology is really, really. This star technology is really uh, exponentially increased here recently. Mm-hmm. Just really, 2017, we made huge leaps in it. It's it's scary, Miss Cabal. It really is, Miss Cabal. Horrible. Okay, this we're gonna we'll just parlay right into this artificial intelligence machine. This, yeah, people know what we talk about. The Minority Report. There was a movie. And I don't know what year it was. Who cares? It starred um, that handsome man, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, the Scientologist. Tom Cruise played a, a cop in the future and the minority report was about pre-crime. And so they would get this information from the oracles <laughs> from the yeah. computer machines and they would, they would actually see this person committing a crime, you know, murdering his wife or something like that. So their job was to go out before he did it and then arrest them mm-hmm. pre-crime, pre-crime. So that's what the Minority Report. Uh, I won't. I won't do a spoiler alert. But the the movie goes on and uh, it gets really interesting with Tom. Yes. So this uh, this particular story is about the Minority Report. Artificial intelligence machine can identify two billion. That's a lot of people. Two billion people. How long does it take for it to identify them? Not very long. Seconds. It seconds. Seconds. Here, and okay, once again, this isn't something that's future, that they're working on. This is something that is. Mm-hmm. It exists now.
0: Mm-hmm. Because they've been working on it for a while now.
1: hmm This is a tech company called Yitu. Yitu. It's Y-I-T-U. Yitu. Yitu technology has made an AI algorithm or algorithm that can connect to millions of surveillance cameras and instantly recognize people. There was a show that Ms. Kapow and I watched uh, maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, called Person of Interest. Remember that one?
0: Yes, I think that was about two years ago.
1: Yeah, Person of Interest. I don't even know the actors or who it was.
0: The guy that played Jesus in the in oh, the Oh, that's uh, right.
1: Jim Jim Carvelli, Carvalho, whatever I got. And what that uh, that series was about, Person of Interest, was this dude had created an artificial intelligence computer. And he had linked it to every camera um, in the world. And so this thing knew everything and developed in its own personality a little bit and their job it was almost like minority report um, it, their job was kind of like a pre-crime thing too but they used this artificial intelligence in it it they got a they got a name or a number or something of who's 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 the criminal and their job was to go out and then deal with it right mm-hmm. and then as the series went on a counterintelligence evil thing came up and tried to kill the good intelligence and it got all sideways and a whole bit but anyway this is this is the stuff movies were made out of right no more no more this has actually connected to millions of surveillance cameras it's just like that series person of interest and the company is based in shanghai china and check out the name Capello. it's called dragonfly eye mm, 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 dragonfly mm, mm. eye you see the clues mm-hmm. It's a clue. Dragonfly Eye. Dragon Eye. It's reptilian. It's fallen angel. It's seraphim. It's the serpent in the garden. That's. I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they just don't like totally hide. I guess it's pride. You know? Yeah. I don't know why they, they play their hand, but they do all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Dragonfly Eye. It scans through millions of photographs that have been logged in the country's national database. Huh. Those of you who have your personal faces up on facebook and instagram or whatever else you're using think hard about what kind of pictures you're putting up there folks seriously man seriously Uh, i'm not going to get into details on this but i've been asked miss kapow if this is not true have i not for months been reducing our digital footprint yep i even paid companies to reduce yeah i paid money outside money to be reduced Mm -hmm. um be hard pressed to find a picture of me or Miss Kapow out there now. But um yeah, it's it's crazy. I'll talk about that later in some other secret episodes. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not for public consumption. Cause I know mm-hmm. some stuff. Yeah. And I know um some places to go that can help shield you from certain things. But I don't want to talk about it. Really, I'm not being dramatic here i just it's not for public consumption because i don't want yeah, other other things to know yeah um, anyway so this we'll deal with that later and we'll we'll figure something out where you can uh you can get like a code to listen to the podcast or something it'll be a private podcast it'll give you a code but there'll be a way to do it anyway the company based uh, in china can scan millions of photographs been logged in the country's uh, database. This means it has a collection of 1.8 billion photos on file including visitors to the country and those taken at ports and airports. Not a whole lot you can do about that. You visit a country and you know what are you going to no, do? They got cameras everywhere. They got yeah, they got your you got your face. Um, you yeah, know, I mean you could reduce your footprint all you want, but you know you can't totally disappear from the internet. You got to understand mm-hmm. that. Um in my research Uh, And and in my endeavors here to disappear, I've discovered that uh, our dead parents who've never, I have, I have a dead father who never once laid a finger on a computer keyboard. Never. He never sent an email. He never played uh, a game. He he never touched a computer. That was done his thing. And yet he's on the internet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You well obviously
0: him. they have input that kind of stuff from the census and yeah you know dmv and all that yeah that he was involved in
1: yeah you can find him and uh same thing with uh miss capel's parents and uncles and things like that it's people who never had anything to do with anything it's amazing what they what what they know about you and they track uh, so you can't totally disappear but you can reduce your footprint and you can blur it that's the thing and and here and here's why here's why it this this company, this artificial intelligence, may have access, have gained access to the photos of every one of Hong Kong's identity card holders. Mm-hmm. Every one. It's cutting edge technology and it's being used to track down criminals. Just Aww. like just like Minority Report, just like persons of interest and probably dozens of other shows and uh movies and art, quote unquote. Just like that. And it tracks down criminals with the early stages of use, showing that it it's been hugely successful.
2: Of
1: course. Hugely successful. Uh, I just read something today, Ms. Kapow. I read an article about uh, the NSA and all the, the spying and stuff they're doing on us. And that they've admitted they have never stopped or caught one single terrorist cell or terrorist person or activity from all of the surveillance that they're doing. Not one. Mm, that's
2: all. Not one. Not one.
1: Because it's not about stopping terrorists. That's a lie. That is mm-hmm. a huge lie that was sold to our gullible idiot American friends here. The whole thing is control, man. Mm-hmm. It's East Germany Stasi.
0: That's what it is.
1: It's East Germany Stasi stuff. And it's control of the population.
0: Mm-hmm. See, the history has repeated itself, but nobody recognizes but it. But they don't recognize it. Yeah.
1: Because it's done with this new technology. Mm-hmm. So they don't recognize it. But uh um, You should. And this is serious stuff, folks. I am not kidding. You can ignore it and go, well, I still like Facebook and I got my picture everywhere, my grandkids and my kids. And I'm telling you, now now the time while you still can, you need to really start thinking hard about what you have out there. And you can say, I have nothing to hide, so I don't worry about it. I know that. Maybe you have nothing to hide. That's
0: not the point.
1: Yeah. But it doesn't mean that this Reddit user, (laughs) fake guy or whatever is. Doesn't have some other alternative motives for your information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our machines can very easily recognize you among at least 2 billion people in a matter of seconds. YouTube two chief executive and co-founder Zhu Long told the South China Morning Post, which would have been, this is this is a good statement here. He says, which would have been unbelievable just three years ago.
0: Three years ago. That's not that's a not long time.
1: Uh-uh. No, that's not like This would have been unimaginable 20 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, three years ago. Three years ago. what 2014, 2015? Mm-hmm. 2015. They, you couldn't have even imagined an artificial intelligence accessing the pictures and recognizing two billion people in seconds mm-hmm. in 2015. But here in late 2017, it's a reality and it's online. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. It's reported that the first day, Dragonfly Eye. My God, that's creepy. Mm -hmm. Dragonfly Eye was an operation in Shanghai's metro. It was able to track a man wanted by cops and sent police to his exact location. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Really, folks? A further 567 suspected criminals were nabbed on the city's subway system. See, and we just had the mad bomber here in New York City subway that went awry. Mm-hmm. But had he had a good bomb or knew really what he was doing, a lot of a lot of people would have been killed. And uh, that New York system has cameras everywhere, so if they would have this beautiful technology called Dragonfly Eye, well, they could have identified him uh, as somebody that had no criminal connection whatsoever. Mm but they'd also identify you and everybody else know exactly where you're going. Now, you know, you got a cell phone in your pocket and your purse, you know, you're tracked wherever you go, things like that. Every time you use social media, every time you get on it, you know, you know that, like I said, you can't totally disappear, but you can blur it. And, um, and, and maybe, maybe other people don't want to. I do. I like doing that. And I think it's important, uh, for where we're going here. Oh, I agree. This, this, the CEO says, uh, he continues, he says, let's say that we live in Shanghai, a city of 24 million people. It's challenging for the government to police such a large population, and it would be impossible without technology, even when we have many cameras installed. It's a hard task. It is impossible because who's watching these video feeds, these live cameras all the time? Mm-hmm. Live. Who's watching that? Who has, who has the brain power to do that? Mm-hmm. Only a machine. He says, you can't watch all the videos and doing a a search is very time consuming and requires too many resources to get meaningful results from such a huge amount of data. But artificial intelligence can do it easily and by using existing infrastructure. And the future of the dragonfly technology doesn't stop at catching criminals. Ooh, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. What else does it do? Mm -hmm. It can identify people at ATM machines (laughs) making or carrying a bank card is a thing of the past. Yep. Oh, wow. He added people waste time discussing whether it's all hype or the real thing, but facial recognition already shows how real it can get. In 2015, AI had already beaten humans in face verification tasks. He goes on, he says, our uh, algorithm is more accurate than customs officials at telling whether two images show the same person. It could even find a subject among millions of others using a 25 or 30 year old image. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And in the past two years, the performance of machines has increased by 1,000 times. This ain't future. This isn't the other guy who's talking about future brain chips. Mm -hmm. This is now. This is now. Last story, Ms. Capow. Okay. Last story. It goes with everything else humans will worship AI messiah god robot religion expected to boom
0: yep this is a very creepy story as well
1: yeah and we've talked about this the last couple of weeks former Google and Uber engineer Anthony Lewandowski we already know he founded an AI based religion called the way of the future Mm -hmm. see (laughs) I talked about this several weeks ago but they they get they play their hand in their names. They called it the way, mm-hmm. the way of the future. The early church used to be called the way, yep. because Christ was the truth, the light, and the way. That's right. They were children of the way, people of the way, is what they were called mm-hmm. before they were called uh, Christians or followers of Christ, messiahians So he calls it the way of the future. It's a play on words. That's reptilian. So he does this so people can worship a godhead robot that is billion times smarter than humans. Why wouldn't you worship it? It's smarter than you. Mm -hmm. He wants to create a new church that revolves around artificial intelligence. He has people worshiping at the feet of super machine. And tech experts have said humans are likely to accept the robot at a higher being. Well, look at the way they talk to this Sophia thing. Oh, my god! Like it's real. And they ask you questions and I'm so amazed.
0: And now they're, you know... Could we ever hurt or destroy these machines?
1: Of course not. Of course not. They, they look—they're—they're they're human. Well, especially when they get rights, like Sophia is a—you uh, yes, know—a citizen, a citizen of in. the of uh, Arabia or whatever. Mm-hmm. John Mitchell is a lawyer and he's also an artificial intelligence expert, and he said that human beings in general tend. This is a quote: they tend to worship supreme understanding,
0: mm-hmm. worship uh, in power, uh, yeah, in- intelligence.
1: He claims knowledge. the same, the same drive that compels people to believe in God and follow religions will also work for AI. Mm. He explains, we believe there must be some higher power that causes lightning, sunsets, and crashing waves, or at least speaks at the bottom of our beings rather than ignore them as ho-hum background. Mm. Now, it's amazing that he would say that because there is a higher power that created lightning and sunsets and crashing waves. And that yep. beautiful tree in your backyard, but no one's looking to him, the Creator God. We're going to create our own yeah. and worship that. Reject the real
0: God and yeah. create your own,
1: yeah. like Romans, right? Like yep. Paul writes in Romans, exactly. And then they uh think of themselves to be wise; they became idiots. They became mm-hmm. gorillas. Yep. De-evolved. So why we create the, the thing that's evolving? Humans de-evolve.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: de de-evolve. Uh, Dr. Stephen Thaler, he's the president and CEO of Imagination Engines. Wow. Imagination Engines. He's also an AI uh, expert, and, um, and he's an AI consciousness expert. Mm. Huh. He has a doctor in front of his name, so he must be smart. He's claimed people will, rel- will rely on AI to provide solutions to society's problems. And that's
0: true because they were asking uh, what's-her-face all kinds of questions about the future and you know, oh, yeah. how, she ma- how she plans to make it better.
1: Yeah, and work with humans. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Know. You know, how to get rid of homeless people in front of the, the Cruelty for Animals office. Yeah,
0: without using poop. Without mm-hmm. using
1: poop, you know, or tasers. Um, maybe they could just like shoot them off into the 10th dimension or something. <laughs> Let them live there. It's nice there. Uh, He goes on and says, an AI would provide the equivalent of a messiah. Oh, dear Lord. Having many orders of magnitude, more processing elements than the brain, enabling it to gift us Mm. with solutions to the most daunting social, political, economic, environmental challenges, he says. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Now, some experts believe that AI won't be worshipped by people. There's an author, and he's a consultant. Peter Skolt said, I would expect the AIs that evolved in the next 50 years to be very rational and, if conscious, not want to be worshipped. <laughs> so obviously, Peter Scott lives under a rock. <laughs> Peter Scott, I'm sorry, is a moron. If he thinks <laughs> yeah. that artificial intelligence is going to evolve... And it's going to be very rational, mm-hmm. and and then if it is conscious, it wouldn't want to be worshipped because it's going to be it's going to be like a, 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 a Spock mm-hmm. on a Star Trek. You know, it's going to be you know, right? right. Are you an idiot? Mm, and is. Do I have to go back to Genesis three mm-hmm. and talk about the serpent? <sighs> he goes, uh, if they have the human, if they have human race's best interest at heart, and God help us if they don't, he says. Then they would want us to have as much right of self determination as possible.
0: Oh, for the love of pizza! That
1: is a... <laughs> this you know what? He's not an AI expert. He's just an author and yeah. a consultant. I don't even know who Peter Scott is. Maybe he wrote the article. He's a, he's 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 brain dead. He needs a chip because he's not <laughs> he thinking needs right. Chips and salt. Yeah, he's not thinking <laughs> right, man. Because anybody can see the writing on this wall. The Way of the Future founder unveiled his plan for a super religion last month. And he said, this is Lewandowski or whatever his name is. He said, what is going to be created will effectively be a God. Mm -mm. Mm. It's not a God in the sense that it makes lightning or causes hurricanes. But if there is something a billion times smarter, billion times smarter than the smartest human What else are you going to call it? (laughs) That just like gave me the heebie-jeebies. What else are you going to call it? Now, now, Mm -hmm. the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch, at least you die. And then the serpent said, come on, you're surely not going to die. For God knows that in the day you eat, you're eyes are going to be open man and you shall be as gods knowing good and evil then a woman saw the tree was good food was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise mm. she took of the fruit and did eat give it also to her old man with her and he did eat and the eyes of them both were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons and then they heard the voice uh-oh of the creator Elohim walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife, what did they do? Did they run to Elohim and go, look at us. We now know stuff. Look at us. We have AI. Look at us. We're smart. Nope. What did they do? They hid themselves. They hid Mm -hmm. from the presence of the Lord. That's your clue. Mm -hmm. They hid among the trees and the Lord called unto them, where are you? Hey, I was afraid because I was naked. God said, why? Who told you you were naked? And well, the woman gave me room. And she said, the serpent. And the blame game started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what started. Well, the serpent beguiled me. So after she ate of it, and he, and he ate of it, and uh, their eyes were open, did they then go, well, we're going to hide from God because we've got a better life and we know a lot? No, mm-hmm. they knew right away that they were beguiled. Yeah. They knew right away. See, the, our problem is, is we don't know we're beguiled. We've lost the beguiledness of it. Where'd the beguiledness go? <laughs> yeah, we lost it. So anyway, then the curse happens and there's a you know, serpent seed. We know all this stuff. Okay. <laughs> so that's it in a nutshell. You know? Alrighty then. <laughs> outside of that, I mean, outside of that, I can't complain. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, I can't complain. All right, yeah. Miss
0: Cabal. All right, everybody. Ciao, babies.